If you want to contact me, or if you want me to read something, or even if you just have any questions about myself or the book, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Chapter 2, Wings of Fire, The Brightest Night Sunny thrashed furiously against the huge wings that wrapped around her. Quick, while they are all distracted! She heard a voice hiss. A shower of raindrops pattered down on Sunny's head as the dragon holding her ducked through the leaves. It was hard to see much more than black scales, but Sunny realized she was being dragged into the forest, away from the tunnel and the crowd of dragons. But I have to make sure that Sunny's that starfight's all right. She clawed at the arm that pinned her, her wing down, but the nightwing woman grunted and held her tighter. Wet leaves squelched and slithered under his talons. From the sounds around her, Sunny guessed they were th- they were three Nightwings, including her attacker, sneaking away from the scene while everyone was focused on Starflight and Clay. That's ominous. Maybe she should try to find out what they're up to. She stopped struggling and listened. The dragons were moving fast and quietly, even without flying, and just a few heartbeats, Sunny couldn't hear what Glory and Tsunami were shouting anymore. They also moved purposefully, as if they knew the forest well. A hunting party, Sunny thought with a shiver. These are probably some of the dragonettes who came through the tunnel to kidnap Raymings. What do they want with me? Here, said one of the dragons after after a while, and they all stopped. Even with Sunny's sharp hearing, the dragons roaring behind them sounded like a distant thunder muttering on the horizon. Rain poured down harder and harder, and the ever-present insect noises of the rainforest had gone into hiding. Sunny was dumped on the, the, onto the ground, mud squishing between her claws and splattering her tail. She sprang up and hissed at the dragon who had been carrying her. He barely glanced down at her before turning to the other two. Now what? he demanded. This whole plant is ruined. I'm not staying here to no toe to a rainwing dragonette. Me neither, said one of the others, a female who was a little more than a dragonette herself. Sunny guessed she was about nine years old. She was bedraggled, wet, bony, and hunched over, and yet when she snorted a burst of flame, Sunny could see her eyes gleaming with stubborn ferocity. Please, they'll probably kill me, said the big dragon. You saw how they were to mas- about Mastermind. If they remember that I was his assistant... I mean, I was the one who locked them up or stuck them to the walls for him. They'll be after my blood if we stick around here. Where are we supposed to go? hissed the last dragon. Oh, another male, much less brawny than the other one who'd been carrying Sunny. He had a few missing teeth, and his tail was bent at the end, as if it had once been broken and then fixed incorrectly. We were promised the rainforest. This is where I want to live, but not as a second-class dragon. Imagine Raymond's telling us what to do. Well, we've got her, like you suggested, the big male said to the dragonette, flipping one wing towards Sunny. So what do you want to do with her? The nightwing dragonette lashed her tail and narrowed her eyes at Sunny. We use her as a bargaining chip. We can hold her hostage until they take our whole tribe to the Raymond village and make one of us queen. Like who? said the other male. He spat a small flame at the branch that was dripping off. On his head. Greatness is weak and won't fight for it. Queen Battle Winner has no brothers or sisters or no other daughters. There's no one else to claim the throne. I'll take it, 
said the dragon. "That that'd be better than even being in the prophecy. If that raven can be queen, why not me? I'm bigger than her." True," growled the big one behind Sunny. "Well, I have bad news," Sunny spoke up. "They won't give you anything in exchange for me. I'm nobody, just a weird-looking salmon with a useless tail." She snapped her mouth shut before she could, before her voice could start wavering. She'd been saying things like that her whole life, but she never felt awful about it until today. If there were no prophecy, then that meant she really was just weird-looking and useless. No, that's not how destiny works. I'm weird-looking because I have a destiny. There's no reason I'm like this. There has to be. The night ring regarded her with a skeptical expression. That would be annoying," said the big one. "I'd be pretty angry if I carried this little thing through the forest and got my scales scratched up for no reason." Fierce teeth. I thought you said she'd be worth something. Fierce teeth. Sunny remembered what Sunny remembered what Starflight had told them about the dragnet in the Nightwing Kingdom. Wasn't Fierce Teeth his half sister? We can use her if she's who I think she is. Said Fierce Teeth. She jabbed Sunny painfully in the ribs. Aren't you Sunny? Starflight yapped on on about a Sunny whenever he slept. Sunny blinked at her, too startled to answer. Yeah, this is her. Fierce Teeth said, answering her own question. My brother's totally in love with her. He'll agree to do anything to get her back. That might actually be true. Sunny thought with alarm. Does he really talk about me in his sleep? Only a few hours had passed since she stood in the rainforest clearing in the middle of dragons preparing to invade the Nightwing Island, and Starfight had told her that he loved her, and he'd always loved her. She still didn't know how to feel about that. She didn't know what this feeling was. The strange ripples of surprise every time she remembered his expression. It was, I don't know what to do, and somebody loves me, and don't hurt him, and really right now, and imagine how happy you could make him, and why me, really me, and but it's Starflight, her sweet, smart, anxious friend. She never thought of him like that, not once. It was still, it was still hard for her to believe that he had meant it. None of the other dragons, dragonets, took her seriously. She always assumed he was the same. That he thought she was too little and cheerful to be worth listening to. Focus. Don't let them. You don't let them use you to hurt your friends. Didn't you see Starfleet's injuries? Injuries, she said. He's too wounded to have anything, any say in what happens next. And Glory couldn't care less about me. Face it, you can't use me. You should go back and try to rejoin the Nightwings. Nice try, Fiercey said. What if she's right? Said the Nightwing with the missing teeth. What if they don't want her? What if we expose ourselves and they just kill us? Stronglings won't let them do that. Fiercey said, stepping closer to the burly dragon. They're a couple. Sunny realized a really strange couple. Star Stronglings was nearly twice the size of Fierce Teeth, but he kept turning toward her and ducking his head as all he was waiting for her to order him around. I know how we could find out," said the other male. He drew something flat and shiny and oval-shaped from his under his wing. In the moonlight, it shone like polished black glass and fit neatly between his tongues, inside perfectly dry. The rain dreams, the raindrops seemed to swerve to avoid raining on it. The obsidian mirror. Said Strongings with a hiss of admiration. Nice work, prey hunter. I wonder if someone would think to save it.
He leaned in and touched the smooth surface with one claw. No surprise that it wasn't greatness. She was more worried about saving her own skills. She she never used it anyways, snored the prey hunter. Even when we needed to know what the ravens were up to, she said she said she didn't trust anything that was enchanted by an animus. Coward. I don't think the queen knew, knew she wasn't checking it. It doesn't work as well as it used to, Strongwrist suddenly said. Everyone thinks Stone Mover did something to it before he disappeared. What is it? Bearsley said. A really old animus touched piece of treasure, Strongwings explained. This was one of the most important things we had to save from the treasure room when the volcano erupted and buried that part of the fortress. Back when I was a small dragonet, we used it for... He stopped and glanced at Sunny. Hmm. Don't worry, we'll kill her before she can tell anything, any, anyone anything important, said Freyhunter. Go ahead and try, Sunny thought fiercely. No one else has managed it yet. He tilted the mirror so it caught the light of the two moons glowing through the clouds, of, clouds above them. The third moon was just a thin crescent, barely cresting over the tops of the trees. The rain had slowed to a misty drizzle. Show me how it works, Beersteeth demanded. She snapped her branch off the nearest tree and set the end on fire, leaves crackling wetly in the flame. We just need a name, said Strongwings. Uh, someone important. The Raymond Queen. Obviously, Fiercy snapped. He looked blankly, and she hissed at him. Glory! Glory, whispered the dragon holding the obsidian mirror. He waved a plume of smoke across the dark glass. The smoke coiled and twisted, winding like a thin snake around the outer rim of the mirror for a few heartbeats. All at once, the smoke vanished as if it had been sucked into the mirror, and a moment later, one tendril curled up from the center of the glass. White tinted with purple curving like dragon's neck. Mangrove, the tendril barked abruptly in Glory's voice. Make sure none of them have any more of those spears. Jambo, you and Greater, start counting them. The nightwings just to be clear, not the spears. Fierce teeth grinned, her teeth gleaming whitely in the moonlight. That? This is happening right now? She whispered and Starflight nodded. Brilliant. Yes, I can see how that would be a useful trick, Sunny thought bitterly, especially for convincing other dragons that you have a mystical mind-reading ability. A pinkish wisp of smoke curled up from the mirror next to the, f- next to the first one. You bet, no problem, your majesty, it said. Except, uh, so counting? Um, don't get me wrong, I'm really good at it. Up to, like, 20? That's a pretty big number, right? There probably aren't more than... More nightwings here than that. Jambu, there are at least 200 nightwings here, Glory snapped. Huh? He said. That's like two twenties? Maybe three? I can't even roll my eyes at you right now, Glory said. Find me a ramming who can count. I'll do it. A darker coil of smoke appeared right next to the first. It took Sunny a moment, a moment to recognize the voice of Deathbringer, the assassin who had been ordered to kill Glory, but instead of help, and said, helped her escape from the Nightwings. Bonnie, Glory said, tell me another. I love jokes about trusting Nightwings. You exasperating creature, Deathbringer said. Haven't I not killed you multiple times already? I knew it, snarled Prey Hunter, curling his claws around the mirror. I knew Vengeance was right about Deathbringer. I I knew Vengeance was right about him. Deathbringer's a traitor. 
We'll take care of him when when the rainforest is ours. His strong wings. Fine, Glory's voice said. Go count, Nightwing. I'll start like checking numbers when he wakes up. A ringing vote of confidence, Deathbringer answered, sounding amused. The dark wisp of smoke coiled back into the mirror, and as did the pinkish one. Glory's tendril of smoke twisted for a moment alone on the glass. He will wake up, right? She said. She finally said quietly. I think so. A new spiral of mud-colored smoke wound its way up from the mirror, and Sunny felt her heart jump hopefully at the sound of Clay's voice. He always made her feel better, even from the other side of the rainforest. But he was burned pretty. But he was burned pretty badly. We should use the darts to make him to make him keep sleeping until he's healed as much as possible. I think it will hurt a lot when he wakes up. Oh, poor Starflight! Sunny curled her tail around her talons. And his eyes, glorious. Will they be all right? I don't think so. Clay said. All right, I did a perimeter sweep, Tsunami's voice said, bossily as a blue twist of smoke appeared on the mirror. I made sure any gaps were filled with ravings holding spears and blowguns. I added a few more guards on the tunnels. I don't think they look very scary, but hopefully the Nightwings will. The blue smoke whisked around the other two tendrils as the Tsunami was circling them to land. That's why I need you two here, Glory said. The healers who took Starfight back to the village can look after him until we get there. But for quarreling Nightwings, you're the most intimidating dragon I have. Mwahaha, Clay said. That's me. Intimidating. Roar. Well, you are until you do that, Tsunami said. Hey, at least you're not bright pink, Glory said. That's extremely helpful right now. It's alright, Clay said. Sunny's probably at the village already. She'll look after Starlight. Starflight, no matter how upset she is. Sunny winced, and Fierce Teeth gave her a sharp look. Why is she so upset? Why is she so upset? Glory asked. That slime lizard Mars here, Tsunami answered. He told us the prophecy's fake, and he, and he made it up as part of the plan for the Nightwings to take over the rainforest. There was a long pause. The three dragons around the mirror all glanced at Sunny. She stared down at her own claws. What? Gloria exploded. Her curl of smoke shot up to twice its previous size. Yeah, Clay said. It's crazy, isn't it? I guess that's why Marcia wanted us to choose Blister as the next queen. He had this whole idea. I'm going to bite that dragon's head off and stuff him into the volcano, Glory roared. Too late, Tsunami said. Since that's kind of already happened, the volcano part, I mean, he's a pile of ashes now. Are you serious? Glory demanded, talking over her. The whole thing was made up? There's no destiny, no wings of fire, no reason for us to be trapped in a cave our whole lives, no amazing mythical Skywing who infin- who's infinitely better than me, absolutely no need for any of us after all. Hey, I'm mad too, Tsunami said, but let's go back and kill him again. At least we don't have to worry about it anymore, Tsunami pointed out. No destiny means we can do whatever we want. Downs of peace go, can go shove a pufferfish up their nose. But Sunny was really upset, Clay said. She's always kind of been been kind of excited for the prophecy. Kind of excited? Sunny lashed her tail. It wasn't just something it wasn't just some fun adventure I was looking forward to, Clay. Oh, Sunny will be fine, said Tsunami. You know her. She's always happy about everything. 
By tomorrow, she'll be smiling again, and by prob and by next week, she probably won't even remember the prophecy. She just needs something new to care about, like making Starflight better. Well, I can think of lots of ways to keep her busy, Glory said. If once she can find me something to yell out. I seriously cannot believe this. If I didn't have to act like a queen right now. Ugh! Her voice trailed off into a muffled growling. Sunny glared at the obsidian mirror. This was exactly what she hated the most about her f the way her friends saw her. All hearing them, although hearing them say it so bluntly made it much worse. As if acting happy, I don't really care about anything. As if I just need to be distracted. And then I'll forget about the whole point of our existence and the, all the dragonettes who are counting on us. As if my brain were the size of a blueberry. Three moons. She got fierce looking at her with a wiry smile. Not too impressed with your intelligence, are they? Said the Nightwing. Sunny scowled back at her. Sounds like they like... It sounds like they like her, said Strongwing dubiously. But not like they think she's particularly useful or important. I'm not sure they give the rainforest in exchange for her. I'm not either, Sunny thought. Not that they should, but... Not that they should, but... What would they do to get me back? Anything? Or will they figure... Hey, she'll be fine as a hostage. Remember, she's always happy about everything, and that and that should pretty and that she'd be pretty distracted for her. Perfect. Perhaps I'll rescue myself then. That'll show them. And then I'll fulfill the prophecy all by myself too. And then they'll see that it was real that it was real all along. She knew that that was exactly the kind of thing her friends would roll their eyes at for her saying. But if no one else cared about their destinies anymore, if she was the only dragonette who still believed in them, what was what was she supposed to do? The nightwing holding the mirror tilted the glass so that the smoke tendrils swirled together, and then he shot a small burst of flame across the screen. The smoke vanished, and all the black glass went still. There's another option, Prey Hunter said, regarding the others with a sly expression. Someone else who definitely doesn't want this done. Who? Definitely does want this stun sailing pretty badly, I guess. Fierce teeth inhaled sharply. You're right. There's someone. We we could sell her to the highest bidder. Whoever's willing to raise an army and take back the rainforest for us. Uh-oh. Sunny was not about to be handed over to one of the salmon queens. She spent enough time in cages and prisons already. Thanks very much. She snuck a look at the leaning trees and tangled vines around them, searching for the closest gap in the foliage. Start with Blister, Starling said, his dark eyes glinting in the moonlight. She's all, she's, she always pays her inform formats well, and she doesn't. She do, she needs us the most. Who does? Who does she pay? It? What does she pay them with? Sunny wondered. All the salmon world treasure was stolen by the scavengers who killed Queen Oasis, wasn't it? And if there's any left, it would be the salmon stronghold with Burn's control. But Burn would love to have this weirdling in her collection. But Burn would love to have this weirdling in her collection, argued Prey Hunter. From my, what I'm hearing, a deformed dragonette would fit right, right in with her two-headed creatures and stuffed scavengers. I'm not deformed, Sunny said hotly, but none of them paid attention to her. Queen Scarlet had been planning to hand Sunny over to the burn for this ominous collection as well. Sunny was quite 
sure she never wanted to see what else Byrne had collected. Who has the strongest army, Fiercy said. Byrne, right? And it would only take us a few days to get to her if we fly straight over the mountains and don't stop. She flicked strong wings in the snow as he opened it to speak. Don't ask stupid questions. We can use to the, we can use the tunnel to the can, kingdom of sand. They'll be guarding. Meow. Fierce teeth howled. Howl pains sent raindrops flying off the leaves around them as Sunny sank her teeth into the vulnerable spot on her tail. Strong wings lunged to grab Sunny, pried her jaws loose, and threw her aside. Fierce teeth! He cried, bending over the night and dragging it. Are you alright? Behind him, Sunny hit the ground, rolling, sprang up with her wings spread, and shot into the trees. Don't let her get away! Fierce teeth shrieked. Strong wings, catch her! Kill her if you have to!